Welcome to the new season of Hot Pipes on Serenade Radio. I'm Steve Ashley, and I'll be featuring the great songwriters of the 20th century, with probably the best known to start, Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein II. To open, though, here's a theme that Rogers composed alone for the US TV series Victory at Sea, the Guadalcanal March. Inabaga and the Compton in the Odeon Leicester Square with the Guadalcanal March, composed in 1952. The first collaboration between Rogers and Hammerstein in 1943 produced the stage musical Oklahoma. Among its many enduring songs was People Will Say We're In Love.
American West Coast organist Gordon Kibbe playing the Wurlitzer from the Paradise Theatre Chicago in the Hollywood studio of Richard Vaughan, the same instrument that George Wright made famous for hi-fi records. Rogers and Hammerstein's next stage success was in 1945. Carousel's first run produced 890 performances in the Majestic Theatre in New York. In 1997, Simon Gledhill released a CD taped on the San Filippo Residence Wurlitzer in Barrington, Illinois, on which he featured many of the musical songs, including, of course, the title number.
from the 1945 film musical State Fair, It Might As Well Be Spring. Tony Fenelon and the second Wurlitzer to Grace Hoyt's Regent Theatre Melbourne, Australia, the first Wurlitzer having been destroyed by fire in 1945. In 1949, South Pacific highlighted the racial tensions of the day, but these were downplayed in the 1958 film adaptation. All of the original music survived the transition to film, though, and it's always hard to pick just one song to play of the 15. This is Lynn Larson and the ex-Paramount New York Wurlitzer in the Century 2 Auditorium Wichita with This Nearly Was Mine. You're tuned to Steve Ashley's Hot Pipes on Serenade Radio. More great music followed in March 1951 with The King and I, which ran in New York for three years and a whopping 1,246 performances. March of the Siamese Children, Getting to Know You, Shall We Dance? And this, Hello Young Lovers.
Nigel Ogden and the Blackpool Tower Ballroom Wurlitzer from his 2004 album The Rogers and Hammerstein Songbook. The songwriting duo's next show, Me and Juliet, was, apart from being very bad English, a relative flop with only 358 performances and no revivals. George Wright included the only song to survive the test of time, No Other Love, on his Plays Richard Rogers album, released in 1965. The Flower Drum Song, which opened in New York in December 1958, fared better with 600 performances, but as it dealt with the now sensitive racial issues in San Francisco's Chinatown, it has only once been revived. Just two songs survived, 
Love, Look Away and I Enjoy Being a Girl, which a young Shirley Hannum recorded in 1972 on the Wurlitzer in the Carson Studio in Hollywood, California. to admit that The Sound of Music is not one of my favourite musicals, but it did run for over 1,400 performances from 1959 to 1963, with the film adaptation grossing some $286 million. Veteran American organist Don Baker played the title music in the final concert of the Wurlitzer in the 3,600-seat Paramount Theatre Times Square, New York, before the auditorium was gutted for office and retail space in 1964.
part of a longer medley edited for release on LP. The incomparable sound of a big movie theatre organ closes today's hot pipes. Until next week, this is Steve Ashley signing off with Dick Liebert and the Radio City Music Hall Wurlitzer playing out the show with Do Re Mi. <laughs>